All right, welcome back to the Oracle, the basement. It's super cold down here. We are back here for our first podcast of the year. My name is Zoe. I'm the editor-in-chief of the Oracle. I am from Houston, Texas. I'm a junior this year studying convergence journalism. I am Alejandro Contreras. I'm the design editor. I'm from Guatemala City. Uh, I'm a graphic design major. My name is Faith Wilson. I'm the opinion section editor. Um, I am in the convergence journalism program as a sophomore. My name is Stacy McCoy, and I am a senior PR major minoring in writing, and I am the managing editor. And my name is Brandon Martin. I'm a sports editor for Oracle this year. I'm a junior from Harrisonburg, Virginia, studying political science. So we finally decided on something to talk about, which is finally <laughs> 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 finally getting to our first podcast. There we go. Um, and that is Kanye West's new album, Jesus is King. Whoop, whoop. See how only some of us clapped? You're going to see why in just a minute. So he just released a new album, Jesus King, and there's been a lot of controversy on social media, as you probably know, um, just surrounding his past as a secular artist and whether or not Christians should be accepting or really how Christians should be responding to this new album. So we're just going to start it off with our first impressions from the album. Alejandro, what were your first impressions? So I haven't even heard the full thing. Oh, no. Oh. Get out of here. <laughs> I mean, but that's where my opinion comes. Like, I've never <laughs> liked Kanye West. And when he released the album, I just thought it was going to be like a fake. And honestly, I still feel that way. So today I started listening to it. And so in my, in my opinion, it would be great for him to be like Paul, you know, that turned 180 degrees, you know? <laughs> Yes. Like from, from evil and crazy became like Jesus follower, like right, just like that, you know? So you're trying really hard to make me believe Okay. you're now a Christian. So what do you think his purpose behind this is? If it's if it's a fake, what do you think? Like a Christian bait. Christian bait to attract the Christian audience? Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. think he needs the Christian audience for his platform? No. No. Okay. I We're mean, gonna, he's we'll already super... Yeah. Circle back to that. <laughs> You've incriminated yourself. <laughs> All right, Faith. First impressions. So I would say, um, on just a purely as a, hmm, my dad was a worship minister, mm-hmm. so I have heard pretty much every single contemporary Christian song album out there at this point in my life. Um, heard every rendition of it. Heard all of that. And in a lot of them, they kind of talk a lot of nothing, I've found. Um, There's a lot of things that's, of course, like, Jesus is Lord, Jesus is our Father, um, we hold him up on high, but there's not really a lot of weight to it. And I found that there are a lot of scriptural backings to a lot of what Kanye West has done. And even looking into the production of his album, how he wanted people to be... um, certain forms of righteousness while they were working on the album and how he really wanted to cultivate this field of, I would say really wanted to cultivate how he wanted his biblical narrative to be structured. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say, I think I'm more middle ground as a whole about Kanye West. 
Um, I do see in the Bible that it says that we should look out for false prophets in sheep's clothing. And so I think that to simply write off the Christians who are like, I want to be a little cautious about old Kanye West here. I don't think that we should write them off as hypocrites. I think we should listen to them. But mm-hmm. I also do think that it is not our place to judge as Christians. Um, Matthew 7, 1 through 5 is the verse that really talks about you can't point out the stick in your brother's eye when you have a mm-hmm. log in your own. So I think that we need to approach with caution, but welcome him into Christianity because it's not the cool kids club. It's for everyone. All right. Um, well, let's see. It was released on a Friday, and I was on my way to work out, and I was like, oh, cool, we'll give it a shot. I can listen to worship music and rap music at the same time. It's a win-win. <laughs> so um, that was so I really had time to just, like, think about what I was hearing. And honestly, it ministered to me as a Christian, like, hearing some of this stuff. It was, like, actual conviction coming mm-hmm. through some of the songs or just kind of eye-opening I feel some people when they hear it it'll just hit a different chord with them than if they were to just sit and hear another sermon Mm -hmm. or hear a worship song I feel like it's um I mean God is the creator so either you create from what the Lord has given you your talents and abilities or the enemy uses it and distorts it. So obviously before this album, Kanye was not working through the mind of Christ or through the mind of his creator. He was distorting his gifts and talents. So there are, I like to see artists through that lens where are they doing what the creator God would have them do or are they distorting it? And so in my opinion, pretty much everything flowing from his album and the way that he's gone about it has been to glorify God through his words, the way that he's done it, like Faith said, the way that he structured all of it and the way that he's now going about it. It's not so much publicity. It's a revolution Mm -hmm. in the celebrity, like starting from the top. So that's how I see it. Um, So for me, I think... I, uh, like Alejandro, have only heard a few songs on the album. Um, To me, my first impression comes really less from what exactly the song lyrics are or um, necessarily Kanye's message um, through his album. Uh, More of what I've looked at and I think um, is what is important for the church and us as Christians to think about um, has kind of been Christians' reaction to the album. Um, And so two things coming out of that that I think are important um, to consider are, and what at least I've seen um, as far as people's reaction to him releasing the album since Friday, um, has been kind of a resurgence of something that I think has been growing, um, especially in America within the church, has been this um, sort of Christian celebrity culture um, where as Christians, we get excited um, and feel emboldened and empowered when someone with a large platform and with a lot of fame and notoriety um, kind of flips that coin and becomes part of our side um, and shares the beliefs that we have and starts using their platform um, and whatever avenues they have to speak to people. Um, We tend to give pretty broad credence to them and it's almost this idea of like scoring points and sort of a second point to that is that this almost speaks to, I guess you could call it 
almost like a culture war between Christians trying to score enough points and people in high places against the secular world and those who don't share um, our religious beliefs. Um, so my first impression is one more of kind of like a cautionary note, like let's be careful um, why, um, let's be careful about our reaction to this based on those two things um, and a little less on parsing out whether or not this is a sound um, message and specifically what the songs say are about. Good point. That's good. Um, kind of touching on what you said about the reaction to it, mm-hmm. um, do you guys think that maybe the reactions are like too much too soon and that it could backfire on Christians? Um, because I, a lot of what I've seen is people saying, oh, you know, I support them, I support them, but only time will tell. Um, so what are you guys' thoughts on, is time really going to tell? Is Could this possibly backfire on us if we react too soon and promote him too much? Um, could that look bad for Christians? Yeah, um, I would, I see, that's where I'm kind of at, where it's like, I think we should proceed with caution. But I also think there's kind of this culture that goes above and beyond what we can talk about in this podcast, so I'll keep it brief. But... <laughs> This idea that of cancel culture, mm-hmm. where if somebody makes one misstep, we instantly yeah. don't want them in our media. We want yeah. them to be gone. We don't want them here. Mm-hmm. And so very much it's in the Christian perspective as well as it is in the overall society. I mean, you've seen that with several different preachers who have made a misstep, who have, quote unquote, sinned to the max and Christians just have wanted nothing to do with them anymore. And they fade into obscurity after mm-hmm. that. Um, And it's always caused huge scandals. There's several preachers we could reference here. But I think it's one of those things where since Kanye is on the quote-unquote good Christian side right now where he's promoting Christ and saying Jesus is great, but I think if Kanye West, which we all do, if we ever slip back into those maybe sinful things, then I think then the Christians are going to like be like, oh, well, we should have watched out for them. That was a false prophet in sheep's clothing. And I think that's where I would say I think so many people have hopped on board with him, but just as quickly they'll hop right back off if he makes one misstep right now. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that because I feel like there are two sides, or maybe it's just all full one side, where either people are so supportive that in their mind they kind of see that he won't slip up. They're like, oh, well, now he's doing great. He's got, like, all the influence in the world. Like, he has connections. He's already met with, like, like, every freaking pastor in the world, Joel Osteen invited him to his church. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not and Michael advocating Todd. for Joel Osteen. Yeah. I that don't really day. like Joel Osteen. <laughs> but um, it's just, so it's either that where it's like, oh, well, like, he's doing great. He has all the support in the world. But then there's also the aspect where it's definitely a lot of pressure because there are even those who aren't Christians who just assume that he's crazy and it's just a phase. <clears throat> so not even from Christians, like, when he obviously slips up he's very much in the public eye more than any of us could ever dream of so um it's not even just christians that we need to kind of help and support of um yeah he's gonna slip up and he's gonna mess up because i think the main backlash will come from those who aren't christians who when he does slip up they'll just reference him as just one of those crazy people who just tried to do something, but he's always the same. He's never actually changed. So I think that he really is facing a lot more pressure than anyone could ever imagine. And I wish him all the luck. Mm -hmm. And I really am for him because 
yeah, there's going to be great testimonies from it. There already are, but mm-hmm. um, where there's also great testimonies, there's great fallback and yeah. mm-hmm. opportunity to fall. He's That's on a true. platform. I think um, on that, like, we, it's very um, difficult for someone to be put in that kind of a spotlight. And the more that yeah. we keep doing that, we're almost asking for, like, um, like when... I don't want to say like when he's going to mess up or when, because I think we all mess up and we make yeah, mistakes. Yeah. Especially um, as baby Christian. Yeah. yeah. Christian. Right. And baby so like, Christian. I think, I think Christianity's best and Christian's best approach to it would be let him do his own thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like let him yeah. figure this out. That's what we're all doing. Um, and so the more that we put him in the spotlight, the more we're asking for, um, people to say, well, look at this top person you've yeah. put, look, like, look what ended up happening to them. Um, and that will make it tougher to embrace the fact that, um, when, if, and when that happens, um, like then what is the narrative? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so again, that's, and I think, but I think on the other hand, it is good to have like role models and public figures and people you look up to. Um, but just think the more that you move towards that and away from, um, it sounds cliche, but Jesus being your center role model, yeah. I think the more um, easy it is for us to give the world a picture of um, us trying to present like a perfect picture. I was going to say the same no. thing along the lines of, I, I think it's incredibly dangerous for Christians um, to be criticizing him so much because I almost feel like we're setting him up to fail mm-hmm. and we're not really giving him that fair chance and that when we're being so critical, the moment that he messes up, which he will, you know, mm-hmm. he will, mm-hmm. um, like you said, cancel culture. And then we're like done with him completely. Yeah. And yeah. that does not look good for Christians. I honestly think Christians yeah. are obviously they're the ones starting this controversy. And I think ultimately they would be the ones to, um, cause the backfire mm-hmm. ultimately. True. What yeah. are your thoughts? So my thoughts are, so I, I agree. I totally agree with all <laughs> that. Uh, I've always said this, that, um, as Christians, uh, yeah, as Brandon said, we follow Jesus, and it, it bothers me when people idolize the preachers or idolize the yeah. the pastors in a church, and then this person goes one way and everybody follows him, or completely pushes them away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is what's happening with Kanye. Like yeah. people are mm-hmm. starting to follow him instead of uh, trying to find Jesus in him. Um, I, I I don't know if I'm right or not. Yeah. Hopefully I'm wrong and he's truly a Christian because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I want for everybody, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe he's not doing it the right way because I feel like he's doing it for attention. I mean, that's okay. why I feel. and um, Or maybe Christians are making it feel that way. Yeah. Like going after him like that makes it feel like they're idolizing him. Mm-hmm. Okay. In my point of view. And I don't want to criticize uh, because I know he's not perfect. And he's going to mess up. Why? Because he's a human. And we yeah. all mess up. Even even if we're Christians, it doesn't mean we're perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just I just think that people are idolizing him too much. So mm-hmm. do you think that the way that Christians have responded has affected the way that you viewed it? Or did you already be like, I don't like Kanye. This isn't good. <laughs> so I kind of feel like that was his purpose, though. Okay. So were there certain things that like led you to think that? Or is it just his past in general? So he's always been the kind of person, I mean, he would even say, I am God. Right. I mean, he, he, he would even, yeah, I mean, he released an album (laughs) called Jesus or whatever. And the cover for this album is 
exact same cover. Right. Something that, well, so I don't know much about him. I, I've only mm -hmm. seen what they show on the TV. I've never met the guy. So, you know, I, I don't want to judge. You never met him? No, I never. <laughs> I, I, I just personally have not come into contact with Jesus himself. Oh, I'm talking about Kanye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but, but um, I don't know. So I kind of feel like all the things he would do before for attention or mm -hmm. for to raise himself up, it could be the same okay. situation right yeah. now. And I hope it's not, again, because I, I mean, for someone uh, on that you know, position in the culture and music for him to become Christian is like a big deal. Yeah. I just don't truly believe it. So I can see that in kind of a different way in that the things that he's done in the past, I kind of feel like has led him to a transformation. Mm -hmm. um, more specifically, like the past few years, how much more vocal he's been about his political views. Mm -hmm. um, that has definitely been counterculture to Christian. his type of community. Yeah. And I honestly, I mean, I wasn't a fan of Kanye, obviously, because of that type of stuff um, as a Christian. But when he came out, like, just being so bold with his views, I, like, had a lot more respect for him, I guess. Mm. And I feel like that kind of has slowly been paving the way for him to be like, I don't care what people say. I'm just going to do this anyway. Um, that rhymed? I didn't even do that. <laughs> um, I think for me, like... With everything, a lot of my, um, a lot of my passion is over women's issues, how are women being treated in different portions of the world, and a lot of Kanye West's earlier music was very misogynistic, was very much about just the degradation of women as a whole. Mm -hmm. I mean, you mm -hmm. definitely see this in like his, a lot of rap music. Yeah, <laughs> like 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 some majority of rap music. Yeah. Um, but you see things such as. I mean, the most infamous version would be, ironically enough, Kanye West's famous song. There was a ton of controversy between him and Taylor Swift. Um, Taylor Swift was depicted in a pretty graphic scene in um, his music video for that, one that she went on record as saying she did not approve of. There was a lot of controversy about that, a lot of references back and forth between them with their music. And that really led me to be like, how is this grown man bullying Taylor Swift since she was really young at the VMAs back in 2009 to then in 2016. And so that really, I think, led for me to not necessarily like Kanye West. And then kind of seeing him now grow into a Christian album, it's really made me challenge my beliefs and saying, you know, I one of my firm beliefs is that I do believe that anybody can change if they yeah. truly want yeah. to mm -hmm. and if they have the desire to. And so... Where I stand at this point is I'm never going to completely believe people 100% because I'm just a naturally suspicious, curious, <laughs> questioning person. <laughs> However, I do want to be optimistic and I don't want to be necessarily uninformed and naive about this. But I do yeah. want to say that I wish Kanye West the best and I don't think we should hold his past necessarily against him because if we hold our past Y'all wouldn't like me at 13. Like, I'm just throwing that out there. You all would not like Same. Faith Nicole Wilson at 13 years of age. She was a lot and not in a she good way. A lot. Yeah, it's 13. been toned down a little bit. So, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, like, I didn't like Kanye West in his, I guess, what, early, late 30s. Now he's in his early 40s. I don't know. His we'll age. fact check that. We'll fact check that. Thank you. Just edit me out. Um, um, 
But, you know, I can't judge somebody for the age that they're at because we all grow, develop, and mature at different ages. Then I don't really think that I can judge him based on his past anymore. But I do still think that I have a right to be a little suspicious. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know there's, like, radical transitions, like Mm. Todd White. He... I mean, I've heard him speak a couple of times. He's cool. He's the white guy with dreads. Um, but, like, his story, he straight up, like, I'm pretty sure he killed people. He was, like, drug dealer, like, was always just doing things, like, abusive to his wife. Mm-hmm. Or, no, girlfriend at the time. They weren't married. But they had a kid. And so he was just extremely abusive, would cheat on her, or maybe more verbally abusive than physically. Yeah. But just seemed like a terrible person. Anyone who would have known him would have been, like, bro, you were not, like, what you need to be. You're doing the best that you need to be. And then his transformation was very quick. I'm pretty sure it was, like, a one-night thing where the Lord spoke to him, like, saved his life. And then with that, he pretty much had to completely change how... Hello? <laughs> change how he was perceived. <laughs> um, change, like, outwardly what he was feeling inward. And so his was, like instant transition whereas Kanye's so I've heard I guess I should have fact checked this but I'm pretty (laughs) sure he was what um his finances he admitted that he was not doing so great financially it was like millions of dollars in a hole exactly and then he began attending um church service on Sundays and he vowed or swore whatever to go every Sunday Mm -hmm. to church And then through that is how his transformation began, is what I've heard. And then even, like, tithing and things like that is when his money began to come back. That's That's what I've heard. Yes, Um, (laughs) he went on James Corden. They did an air pool karaoke where they went up with his Sunday service group and they flew from some airport back to L.A. And they basically sang, and he was interviewing Kanye, and he said how... It was millions of dollars in the hole at the end of 2017 or 2018. I don't remember which year. And then how he is, um, his Yeezys business has grown so much. Um, it's his clothing brand for anyone who doesn't know. <laughs> and um, how his music has also grown and how he's had one of the best financial years since he's been there. And so he's saying that um, God had led him through this time of trial so that he could then be led to Christ. And he knows now that he's doing the right thing because he's like, receiving this huge financial gain that he didn't expect. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing with that is that non-religious people, all those, um, I don't know, atheists, whatever, anyone besides Christian, really, (laughs) um, they don't necessarily care enough to really get to know, like, how this transformation came about. Mm -hmm. And so, like I said to these people... Um, I have some coworkers, and they pretty much just said, like, without even giving a comment to a song or anything that they had heard, they just said, oh, yeah, it's just a crazy thing. Like, he's just crazy. This is just him in general. Because especially after his whole, um, the way his Life of Pablo tour ended with his mental breakdown, whatever happened with that, they just pretty much write him off as crazy. So they don't even get to hear the real story behind it just because of how sudden it seems to be. Mm-hmm. So to them, it's just another thing. So I think that that is kind of one of the parts that was missed in this album is that there was no background, nothing leading up to it yeah. for 
them to really see. Yeah, you know? I see that. So I'm gonna throw out something on that. Um, <laughs> so after hearing, so I heard his interview um, about his finances and how mm-hmm. I think it was um, he was talking about the tax, huge tax refund that yes, he got. Yeah. Um, and so the only <clears throat> the only thing about what he seemed to be saying with that, I thought, is a little bit of a prosperity um, kind of idea. Oh, um, prosperity yeah, yeah. Uh, like there were to me there were notes of that within that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I don't I don't buy into the idea of like um, if he's you know had this recent conversion, then proof that he's doing right um, and that he's in God's will is that his finances are getting better. Mm, um, I think that begs the question of what happens when they don't. Did he do like one thing or something to change that? And I think there's just danger in measuring our um, how much we're in the will of God and following his plan along with our worldly like finances. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I think for people to hear that, you have to be careful when you say something like that because people could imply okay, then this is almost like a get-rich-quick kind of scheme. Like, mm-hmm. the more, like, he just became a Christian. He's being blessed in all these ways. Um, I think there just needs to be some caution in, like, how close those messages could be merged. That's true. Joel yeah. Osteen did invite him to his church. <laughs> I mean, I do think we have to look through maybe some different stories. I guess you could also look through maybe, like, the story of Job because you kind mm-hmm. of see that he is brought into... Basically, the worst point that anybody can conceive for their lives. Like, hey, man, your kids are dead. Your finances are gone. Your cows are released. Like, figure it out. Yeah, your cows are released. Um, But then it's kind of like as he trusted God through it, God also blessed him tenfold. So I think there is kind of... I don't think that necessarily Christianity is about, quote-unquote, getting something out of it. Um, But I... Don't, I don't think that it's also a bad thing that Christians should be blessed. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that yeah. that's necessarily a thing where it's like, oh, as a Christian, I need to be monastic. I need to suffer. I need to do all of these things. Because so I don't think that's everybody's calling. Like, a lot yeah. of times whenever you are blessed, that is so that you are allowed to bless other people. Yeah. So I think it is a question of then how is Kanye going to use these new finances? So my answer to the question, how Christians should respond, I would just say to celebrate first and question later. Um, I think anytime that someone with such a platform that can lead so many people to Christ comes out um, proclaiming that Jesus is his king, especially after coming from a past of such narcissism, Mm. um, I think that should be celebrated first and it should be promoted first. Mm -hmm. Um, I understand being cautious, but... I guess I just think if we have that opportunity to bring so many people to Christ, why not take that chance? I don't Mm -hmm. see that we're losing that much from it. Um, And then I think whenever they do fall and when they mess up, we just pray for them and that they're going to stand up again and um, be able to be an even Mm -hmm. better testimony in the future. Yeah. Yeah, So, I mean, I'm a Christian, but I don't listen only to Christian music. So I would say (laughs) you listen to whatever you want. I mean, listen to it. Uh, if you just don't idolize the artist. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's Kanye or if it's a Christian artist or if it's a pastor or whatever, don't idolize the person. Mm. Try to get the yeah. best out of it, uh, but never completely jump into the water like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I try to map uh, how he got from I am God <laughs> to 
Jesus is King. Yeah. And, well, there's many years between those two uh, stages. And so I just, I just can't relate yeah. uh, those two stages of his life. So I still have that question. But again, I'm nobody, nobody to judge him. Uh, just don't idolize him. That's the only thing I would. Yeah, can always map a miracle, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if he completely turned around like like that, I mean, that would be a miracle, and yeah. I I believe God can do that. Yeah, in people, I just I personally don't believe it. <laughs> um, I would say that both of my final thoughts come from Matthew chapter five, which uh, verse five. Whip it out. Yeah, I'm whipping it out. Um. Verse 5 says, you hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Which is basically speaking to people um, contextually about how we shouldn't be pointing out the flaws in other people when we have a massive flaw in ourselves. And then um, it, Jesus goes on to say in verse 15, but beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. So... I, my final thoughts are, I think that as Christians, we are not gatekeepers. We are not sent here so that we can say, hey, that person isn't allowed to be in the cool kids club. They aren't allowed to sit with us because of their past. So I just think that goes entirely against Christian doctrine. However, I do think that it is perfectly fine to Really make sure that what we're listening to, um, what we're believing about other people, that we are saying, hey, I'm really happy for you. I really hope this is genuine, but I'm also not going to let you necessarily be my guiding focus in my Christian life. Yeah. 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 Um, I'd say first and foremost, um, Christians need to support him rather than setting him up for failure, even if it doesn't seem like that. Um because even, like, if when he does fail, we need to be there to support him. Because I feel like that is literally the image of Christ. Like, Christ crucified for us to redeem us. So, if they can see it in a public platform, then that's something that needs to be shown. Not just the total transformation, but the steps along the way. Mm -hmm. um, I also... I don't know. I feel like there could be a lot of things, especially with more celebrities coming to know Christ, coming in the spotlight in that way. Um, I feel like there could be, like, almost a competition among, like, mm. oh, well, Hillsong Conference is going to have him. That's not a thing. I just, that's an example. <laughs> but, like, what does it matter if he's, like, singing at Hillsong or rapping whatever at Hillsong or, like, going to visit children in Africa? Right. Like, either way, he's spreading the gospel so I don't think it should be something among Christians that's like a competition of who yeah. can get Kanye West because mm -hmm. he's the biggest celebrity in the Christian world now um but my actual final thought is Philippians 1 18 and it's just Paul and he says but but that doesn't matter whether their motives are false or genuine the message about Christ is being preached either way so I rejoice and I will continue to rejoice mm -hmm. So either way, he is literal scripture and um, actual, like, Christian preacher, whatever, approved messages in his thing, like, was very um, detailed about how he was wording um, a lot of his things from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Yeah. And so either way, the Bible and Jesus are being spread to the world. So 
rejoice. So two things. I think the first um, is I think a lot of us had gotten caught up in the whole debate over, like, can we judge or can we not? And, like, where is Christian's role in that? Um, and we can debate that and use verses and whatever with that. Um, but I think what we are called to do is to use discernment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think with this, um, I'm not going to say, you know, um, it's either 100% right or 100% wrong. I think for each person, what we have to do is discern what it's saying to us. Um, like one of our slogans here at the Oracle is question everything. And so I <laughs> think this is something that we need to each question and decide if it resonates um, spiritually um, with each one of us on an individual basis. Um, second point is just to be mindful of who our role models are. Um, and mm-hmm. if you're going to and just know like, who you're looking up to, who you're learning from, and how they're shaping um, what your Christian walk looks like. Just be careful and be mindful of what um, influences your walk with Christ. Hmm. Mike, Great way to wrap it yeah. up, Brendan. <laughs> nice. Hope we don't burst your eardrums when we're clapping in the mic. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to our podcast. If you have any thoughts about this topic or if you have any ideas for future topics that you want us to talk about and you want to listen to, then comment and let us know. This has been The Basement. It's super cold down here, and we'll see you next time. Hear you next time. Talk to you next time. <laughs>